the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's so quiet around the Faith Talk studios without Rick and Dan. And we're making fewer pots of coffee. Here they are broadcasting live from their homes thanks to StreamYard on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey, howdy, hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Look who it is. Yeah, the smiling doctor right there, Dr. Gary Lane, functional Christianity. Uh, You know, when we talked to uh, Dr. Andrew Farley, what was a couple weeks ago, we mentioned... We mentioned Dr. Gary Lane, and he looked—he looked to me like he had never heard that name before. <laughs> Gary, yeah. who? who? Yeah, Andrew's a great guy. He has uh, um, written some great books. His latest book is out, and that's a great book too. He just—he yeah. uh, just was uh, out with that, and he'll be in Atlanta on April. I'm going to say the weekend of April 21st, 22nd, somewhere there. It's a meeting called Network 220. I think their website's network220.org. And we're going to have a bunch of us uh, local ministries here in Atlanta get together. Dr. Andrew Farley will speak. Uh, a guy named Carl Cacadellis from Virginia. I love him. He'll be speaking. Uh, John Lynch from uh, True Faith. He'll be speaking. So, yeah, it's a great uplifting conference to come to uh, here in April 21 and 22 in, um, in uh, Atlanta. Yay. Very cool. I uh, we uh, we have a mutual friend. I don't know that you know this friend I'm getting ready to bring up, uh, Doc, but it's uh, Jimmy Wolf, and he is kind of an interim pastor. And I don't remember where, if it's in Woodstock or where it is, but Woodstock actually, Community Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the same church you're preaching at? Oh, okay, I got you. No, no he's or he's at Woodstock name. Community Church. I taught uh, I taught a lot of lessons up at Woodstock Community Church. Their pastor retired. I think Jimmy's up there. Okay. Speak. I don't know if he's full-time there or if he's interming there, but yeah, yeah Woodstock Community Church. I'm pre- preaching lately at Sandy Springs Sandy Community Spring. Church. Sandy Springs. But That's they're right. both community churches. Well, the reason why I bring that up is Dr. Farley's going to be at uh, Jimmy's church. Uh, I'm assuming it's that Sunday. He mentioned it to me. Uh, so, hey. Yeah, yeah anyway, that makes sense. That yeah, makes yeah. sense. But he's a great guy. We love the message. He kind of reminds us of you. I mean, you wind him up. He says about the same thing. So, yeah. Well, I think uh, he said he wanted to be just like Gary, didn't he? <laughs> he wants to be a doctor someday too. So, <laughs> he is a doctor. He's he actually is a very intelligent man. He was a linguistics professor at Notre Dame. Wow. And then and then moved down. God called him down into Texas, and now he's uh, I think he's yeah. an adjunct professor at Texas Tech. Uh, that's right he he, yeah he's my texas tech connection that's right that's i right. heard about yeah. that yeah yeah well, exactly he can't, he can't he's a great be, guy he can't be too intelligent he came on our show well that's true very true well <laughs> sometimes you know you gotta that's how you bring that's how you bring the quality of the show up you invite oh, doctors there you go right. thank, you. It, thank it, you it brings the show up he always so. he always brings it for us, doesn't he? Dr. Gary Lane, functional Christianity. And uh, yeah. is it your birthday or Allison's birthday today? Allison's birthday was yesterday, so she turned uh, older. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 27. She looks great. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we're 39. I think 39. that's what we are. Yeah, 39. 39 and holding. Yep, 39 and holding. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's just... 
third did or fourth you, time. Did you celebrate already or or what? Did you take her out? Tonight. Or? Well, so we, she likes to have a birthday month. So yeah, she had uh, <laughs> dinner, dinner with some girlfriends last night and wow. I got her some flowers and a card. And tonight we're going to uh, dinner and then we've got uh, tickets. Sandy Springs uh, has a great theater uh, here in town. And so I'm taking her to the theater. She's a theater major from UT. So she loves the theater. The theater. The theater. So, yes, we're going to go. Are you doing a St. Patrick's Day dinner or just a regular dinner? No, we're actually going to do uh, Middle Eastern dinner. We're gonna we're gonna eat not at a St. Local... Patrick's then at all. No, yeah. not at all. Not <laughs> unless the Middle Eastern have gone to boiled cabbage and uh, and corn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shepherd's pie. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's hey, exactly. We it. we, uh, we uh, you had sent some information about just some uh, outline kind of to what to talk about today, and I think I think it's good stuff about how you know how to talk to your spouse. So. How do you want to? How do you want to do this? Wait, we're supposed to talk to our spouses? <laughs> yeah. Okay. One, talk to your spouse. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just been fascinating to me working with with couples. Is the men seem to be behind the power curve when it comes to understanding what's going on in their wives' lives, and wives seem to not understand how their husbands hear them, and they feel disrespected. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of construction on the roads in Atlanta. And one of the signs that uh, you see driving through a construction site is end road work. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hate telling people what to do, but I love when it says end road work. I would yes. love for them to end yes, road work. Yes, please do end it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> there's too much road work. Um, uh, and then there's the idea that people say, have a nice day. Quit telling me what to do. Yeah. Um, um, uh, but for men and women, the way we communicate to each other is this is what we do. We tend to tell each other what to do. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, Allison's going to get mad at me for saying this, but the other day she's like, you're too caught. We, we're pulling up at a red light, pulling up to the car behind me. Now my car has little sensors in the front that tell me exactly how far I am from the right. car in front of me. Yeah. And so I was rolling up on 18 inches from the car in front of me. And she said, you're ridiculously close to that car. And, and so what, you know, what did I hear? I, I, I heard uh, I'm a lousy driver and right. I can't, I can't, I don't even know how to drive a car. How did you make it to 60 years old? I've been driving for 50 years and I have never in 50 years rear ended somebody, <laughs> but suddenly today I'm too close. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so wives, you know, that kind of graded on me. And it's like, all right, so the next car we pulled up behind, I was two car lengths behind it, you know, kind of be exact. You see, like, okay, don't be funny. Well, tell me, <laughs> you know, so it, it's like, it, it's like, okay, what's the perfect distance that I'm supposed to drive behind the car in front of me so that you're comfortable? I'll get out with a measuring tape and measure to make sure. Right. <laughs> okay. So, and, and believe it or not, I, we had, you know, I sent you the topics before this, but this just illustrates kind of yes. the point. Yeah. Right. So now maybe she's uncomfortable. It makes her feel uh, nervous that I run up on the car in front of me, even though my sensors are telling me and I'm watching my little display and I'm like 18 inches, you know, and I'm like, that's perfect. 18. I mean, let's, let's be efficient here. Let's yes. that way we can roll on, you know? And she's like, well, he might have to back up or something. And I'm like, not at a red line. Anyway, <laughs> it didn't really matter what her justification was. Right. I was already kind of grady on yeah. that yeah, yeah, because she'd said, you're, you're ridiculously close. 
Mm-hmm. Well, okay, what are you saying? That I'm a horrible driver or are you nervous? And so what we tend to do is we tend to tell our spouses what they're doing is wrong or that you don't like what they're doing instead of saying how it makes you feel. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge point for women to understand talking to their husbands. They're like, you know, you got, this is the wrong size sour cream. Uh, it's like, okay, wow. Why, why couldn't you say, thank you for getting sour cream? It's like, no, you got the wrong size sour cream. I said small, you never listen. It's like, okay, so no credit for getting sour cream, all the blame for getting the wrong yeah. size. You're sour just an idiot cream. because you got the wrong one. Yeah. You know, there's, there's 400 kinds of, of, of sour creams and I got the one that's a little bit too big or something. Right. And so what happens is we hear, we hear disrespect as men, we hear we're not acceptable or we're doing a lousy job and men tend to not like that. And so we kind of like, we, we back up, we sort of back away. And that's the exact opposite of what our wife wants from us. Our spouse wants us to get closer. And so we're missing this idea of, of connecting with each other because we're always telling each other to, you know, have a nice day. And you quit telling me what to do. Right. And for wives, they, they want something completely different. And men want facts, just the facts. And women want to tell you how they feel about situations. And we're like, you know, men most times, and this is general, you know, kind of bell curvy stuff. But g- generally men are like, doesn't matter how you feel. Just tell me what you want done and I'll do it. And, and it's like, we're, we kind of dis- we dismiss their emotion and they tell us what to do. And that really grates on both of us. And that kind of drives a wedge. And Satan will use that in a heartbeat to remember it and to bring it up again and be afraid again. And then men start wanting to shut down and not talk. And the wives are like, talk to me. And it's like, the more you say, talk to me, the more I want to go in the garage and right. I'll, I'll, I'll change the tires on the car <laughs> before I want to stay in this awkward because we don't like that. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 